Welcome to the 163rd episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Hot damn! Yeah. I know I used to say it a lot, but now I honestly feel like we're going to die. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's going to be rough, but good news, everybody. Good news, everybody. Paizo recently released Anorata on The Alchemist, which normally wouldn't really do much except for we have one of those so christine would you like to talk about what's going on i was remarking last time how i only have four batches of reagents left and i I may not be super super potent in this battle but fortunately they have changed the rules on how perpetual infusions and perpetual potency work so now every time you get the opportunity to basically level up the items that you can make instead of it being the same ones every time. So like whatever you picked at level two, like you're stuck with, you can pick different items that get more powerful as you go. So now I can make four things perpetually, some at level one and some at level three. So now I can do perpetual alignment ampules, which are the ones that I can throw at people who have weaknesses to like good or evil or positive or negative and do damage and bottle the lightning because we haven't done electricity a whole lot. But now, so instead of only having like lessers, I have moderates. Cool. Very cool. So it will be less useless. Unfortunately, bottled sunlight is like a level 12 item, so I can't do that perpetually. But <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But your alignment ampules are good, so. Yeah. Yeah, those those should be pretty good. All right. Well, that's that's good to know. Last time we were here, you guys found a weird blood machine and investigated it a little bit. That's really judgy, Sean, calling it weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Check your privilege. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You know, from someone who does like the, the, the platelet donation where they like spin your blood and put it back into you, that is feeling really judgy. But it's a weird blood machine. It is. It is. <laughs> Remember, everyone, donate blood. It is a life saving thing you can do. And it's very low impact. That's my PSA for today. You say this. This is not sponsored by Red Cross or anything. Yeah. Make sure to donate to someone who uh, needs it. Not just randomly. Don't give me your blood. I don't want your blood. Please stop sending me your blood. Please don't send in the mail. Stop it. Yeah, please don't. Go to the Red Cross or whoever is doing blood drives and donate your blood that way. Please do not ship it to us. Mm -hmm. But if you did want to ship it to... No, I'm kidding. No, Um, no. (laughs) Please don't try. Please, please don't. That's Twin Talon, 196, Invisible Drive, Corvosa, zip code uh, 545-5162. You said to much you said too much 80892 anyway (laughs) then you guys explored up north and you found what looks like Iliosa kind of in like this weird machine but only her arms and legs and face have skin everything else is just body parts and she's just got like a chest cavity with a slowly beating heart yep 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 the vampire that has been described to you as the one who carried off the student who you're pretty sure is in charge of this whole muckety muck upstairs in the Phrasman Temple. And oh yeah, no big deal. But if you've been listening to the show for 163 episodes, eh, just a green eyed guy who turned and tried to like kill Brianna instantly. So rude. No big deal. And with that, let's jump into round two of this severe encounter. We're starting with our alchemist friend, Soraya. Go Soraya. Oh boy. All right. So I could use up my last two reagents and make more bottled sunlights. Or I could rely on some some alignment ampules. I would think that these guys are weak to certain alignments, but let's go for broke right off the bat and let's just do my bottled sunlights because I do love them. 
Alrighty, let's go up here again. I have two more now. It's gonna make me draw it because it always makes me draw it. All right, so first action is to double brew. Second is to throw that first Oy. bomb. Uh, that's a five on the die. So I'm gonna hero point that. Yeah, that would be a critical miss, just so you know. I am well aware. And you all still have three hero points because you get one at the start of this episode and you didn't use all of them last time, so. Well, I only got an eight on the die for my second try, so that's a 30. That's a regular miss. Okay, so uh, she's gonna take the splash then, the, uh, the positive splash. Three positive splash. And we're gonna try one more time at my minus five or ooh. I do have the ability that lets me hold on to something until like the end of my next turn instead of the end of this turn. So I'm actually gonna try to recall knowledge on Ilios's shell here and save it so I can use my better attack modifier next turn. Go ahead and give me a religion roll. Oh no, I make a religion roll for you. Yeah, go ahead and make my religion roll for me and see how badly I fail. One day I will remember that I roll these things. Today, not that day. All right, well, go ahead and let me know what happens. It is a regular success, so you may ask me two questions. Very nice. What do we want to know about Ilios' shell, guys? So far, she hasn't done anything. I'm curious if, like, she's being powered by the machine and she's going to come to life soon. No, 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 it's powered by the apocalypse. Let's not get into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's powering the apocalypse. Oh, um, yes, 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 yes. That's right. What is its role here? Yeah. What's her deal? What's the deal with Iliosa? Um, <laughs> what part does she play in all of this? So I will give you the breakdown of how this works. So first round of combat, she does nothing. Second round of combat, she will lurch in the frame as her mouth opens in a silent shriek. Then she spends the second round thrashing in the machine, tearing loose from her bindings to drop onto the floor. She joins the combat in round three. Okay. So you effectively have two rounds of her not doing anything. Of which we've used one. Yes. Now I will say that once she breaks three, it is not good for you guys. So. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got that vibe. <laughs> All right, so glad I asked that question. I'm just imagining that scene in like Underworld where like the guy's getting all powered back in now. <laughs> I would be curious if there's a way to stop her from joining the fight. Yeah, can we disable the machine and stop her from joining? That's my second question. Let's see. <laughs> Not as written. <laughs> so no, we're going to have to fight her no matter what? Yeah, pretty much. <sighs> Man, that stinks. We should be able to like dismantle the valve or hell just to stab at the heart. To be fair, every single one of them is currently injured and our melee folks are just getting into the fray. Yeah. Okay, so this might not be as terrible as it could be. I think if we can focus fire, we could take these guys down. I don't think they're as tough as... Yeah, if you take her out before round three, then yes, obviously. Well, that's going to be a big if, but... but okay. So wait, what are you suggesting then? We should focus on her or should we just keep wailing on... Uh, my suggestion would be we've already seemed to be targeting the winged vampire, right? I say we keep doing that. We just pour on because these people, as far as I'm aware with Pathfinder, like if you have one hit point, or you have 207 hit points, your attacks and your saves and your damage is all the same. So our best tactic typically would be to focus fire. So if we can take one of them down, that means that, you know, having less turns per round, right? So if Iliosa wakes up and she's the only combatant left, then it's a lot different fight than if the other two are still there and we have to deal with all three at one time. Okay, that's fair. Especially since the vampire is struggling to speak, thanks to Ooh. Thank you, Ooh. Yeah. 
It's very good. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Next is the green-eyed man who now sees that Brianna has come closer. And you see that he looks at her and he goes, Ah, Brianna, you haven't changed a bit in our time apart. You know, you could simply turn against your friends here and join me and handle this problem and all of the devastation happening around and the world with these scarlet triad turn them to a force of good. And why would I do that? Especially since instead of talking to me, your opening volley was to try and kill me. I feel that as with Alec, once you're dead and brought back, you feel more inclined to assist. Are you trying to tell me how you were brought back? Because the last time I saw you, I was trying to help you. I was trying to take you to Flynn. And the next thing you know, you're dead. So I don't know how you're here. <laughs> ah, Flynn. What a creature he was. Hmm. Well, let's see what happens. And with that, he goes to cast another spell. Good. <laughs> <laughs> The only appropriate reaction, really. Thumbs down. Raspberries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we think of your spells. Look, they're fun spells. <laughs> I think I'm going to cast this one. Oh, dear. So you see that his shadow starts to wriggle and spread out in front of him, forming a gateway of clinging, consuming shadow through which the horrors of another plane can barely be seen. So this starts as a 10-foot emanation from him. Starts. <laughs> so I just need Ooh to make a reflex save. That's it. Just Ooh. Reflex. How about a 29? Critical failure. Oh. Oh, jeez. I want a hero point that. Go ahead, then. <laughs> You can even use your moral hero point first. Uh, uh, yeah, if that's going to count, I'm not going to say no. Right. <laughs> moral hero point for the same thing. Same. Damn it. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's been happening. You know, bad rolls makes for good stories. Here we go. Okay. You're not taking any damage yet. Yet. But the shadow consumes you. Oh no. And you like melt into the floor of where the shadow is. And you can all kind of see ooh under, like it's like she's underwater, but it's just shadow. There's no way I can liberate. No, she isn't taking damage yet. Is she being restrained? She is immobilized. I believe that's part of the liberator, yeah? I believe that counts. Yep, it does trigger, so you can liberate her. We don't use liberate like this very often. No. Liberate me, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> so, U goes down, Brianna gasps, and, like, you can see as she, like, tries to reach for her gauntlet, turns, like, gold, and she, like, grasps her forearm and tries to, like, pull her out of the, the shadow puddle. So, the ally can attempt to break free of effects grabbing, restraining, immobilizing, or paralyzing them. You either attempt a new save or attempt to escape. So give me another reflex. Save. Come on, ooh. Hot damn, 30. Ooh. Would you like <laughs> to hear a point that? Critical failure? Can I? Yeah, it's a new d20 roll. I, yeah. It's another critical failure? What the fuck? There we go. Hell yeah. 18 on the die for 41. Please. With the bonus that Brianna gives you, that is a success. Oh, oh, good. So with a success, 
You only par. Oh, actually, you may take two steps. Okay. Back up. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah, you can stay there. I can stay here, but I still get pulled out. No, if you do, you get pulled out and you take a minus five foot penalty to your speed for as long as you remain in the area of the shadow. But if you move out, then you have to move back in to engage. Um, bu- 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 bum. Let me think. I mean, being slow is not that big of a deal. They aren't like very spread apart. Yeah, right. Especially if you're in melee. If I move to the southeast, this is an okay move, or this is still within his oogly boogly. Yeah. Okay. He's oogly boogly. You're so cute. <laughs> and then for their last action, they are going to move twenty-five. Does that trigger anything from you, Matt? Nope. Okay. So now Brianna is flanked. Okay. That's very smart that you moved out of my difficult terrain arc and (laughs) attack of opportunity arc. This thing on top of my neck, not just a hat rack. (laughs) Mostly just a hat rack. Mostly just a hat rack. Matt, it is Twin Talon's turn. Although I did move myself into flanking position for Twin Talon. I mean, everyone's in flanking position all the time for Twin Talon. Let's be real. (laughs) That's true. That's true. All right. So Twin Talon says, I'll be back to deal with you to the green eyed man. And then he moves north, northeast, east and east. So he is up next to the vampire lady. And he says, let me play the song of my people. And he's going to blow hard into the horn of the sun rocks. Ooh. What does that do? I forget. If we've all forgotten, the horn is clearly audible for hundreds of feet, but within a 20-foot emanation, which is all three of the bad guys, the sound causes agony in those who wish harm upon the user. The horn also sheds a bright light, and in that area and dim light the next 20 or so feet. Enemies of the user in the area take 7d6 sonic damage and 7d6 good damage. Basic DC 30 fortitude save. So success is half, critical success, no damage. Creatures that are specifically vulnerable to sunlight, <laughs> vampires, are also frightened one if they fail the save or frightened two on a critical failure. The activation also attempts to counter any darkness or sleep effects in the area. So I don't know if his shadowy bullshit is a darkness effect, but if so, then this would attempt to cancel that too. It is indeed a darkness effect. Hell yeah. All right. So I need to make a fortitude save for all of them. Is that what you're telling me? That is correct. Yes. All right. We'll start with the fortitude saves. And then we'll go from there. DC 30 is not super high at this level. Yeah, they might roll low. Who's now? Hey, you never know. Dice are fickle. So what is the DC? 30. Oh my. Okay. Iliosa, critical success. Bullshit. All right, go ahead. The vampire in front of you, 30, exactly. Do ties go to the defender or the attacker? I think they go to the defender, right? You save. You succeed if they get 30. Now, she is stunned one, isn't she? I don't know if that does anything, but she's like stunned one and... No, it just removes an action. Okay. We can make you re-roll with hero die? Yes, you can, but she had rage for some reason. I don't know why Ooh is giving her all these bonuses. But... Ooh, whose side are you on? <laughs> that actually drops it to 29. So there you go. That's a fail. Hooray! And then 31 for the green-eyed man. So that's a success. No, no, no. Take my hero point. Make him re-roll. <laughs> okay. I'm going to re-roll his fortitude save and take the worst. You can't see me because my camera's off, but I just walked away because I rolled a natural one. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> just like, how does that feel? So you know what? Keep your hero point. Oh, thank you. 
He tries to hide behind Brianna, and Brianna just sidesteps. Like, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to roll 76 Sonic and 76 good? I'd love to. (laughs) That's the Sonic. So that's 14 Sonic, which seems really shitty for 76, but okay. It's an average (laughs) of two. Bullshit. And 76 good damage, 22. All right. So Ilios is taking none of that. She's taking full damage. And she's also frightened one. And she falls prone because of the bright light. Hey. Stupid vampires. <laughs> also, I'd like to spend a hero point to make Ilios a reroll. Yeah. If that's okay. If we're not too far into it. Sorry. No, 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 no. That's fine. Iliosa is going to be rerolling her fortitude save. 34, so it's a regular failure, so she's taking the same amount of damage. 34 is a regular success, so she takes half damage, but she takes something, and I don't know if she's, I don't want to say allergic, that's not the right word, but to good damage. Vulnerable? Week two, vulnerable. And then a critical failure over here. Yeah, suck it. Take double damage. 28 Sonic and 44 good. (laughs) Eat shit. Plus any additional good that you take because you're weak to it. And it sheds sunlight, right? It does, yeah. And then I got to do the counteract check for his thing, which I don't think I'm going to make it, but I'll roll it anyway. Oh my God, Matt. You just messed him up. Good. Good. Wow. And then Frightened 2, which I believe just lowers everything. This is real good. This is excellent. Good job, honey. And I believe Frightened just adds minus one to everything. Yeah, just all your checks and DCs, so don't worry about it. (laughs) Just, you know, your AC and also all your saves and your attack rolls, your DC for your spells, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. (laughs) So now his DC is slightly lower. Again, I don't think I'm going to make this counteract check, but I'll roll it anyway. Who knows? It's versus his spell DC, right? Correct. So I got a 42. I think with his spell DC being lowered by two, you succeed by one. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. (sighs) That's amazing. Yes. I rolled a 19 for that, by the way. (laughs) Which means his stupid emanation's gone. No more grabby shadows for you, sir. (laughs) I just saw Knife Sword do it all the time, so I wanted to try. (laughs) I don't think Knife Sword does quite this kind of thing. (laughs) Yet. Yet. (laughs) Don't put that in his head, please. He doesn't do it to us. That's the difference. I feel like Knife Sword's taking notes now. Look at Rob's very focused face. (laughs) (laughs) That smell is called consuming darkness, Rob. Consuming darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, you there? I've got something I want to try on my turn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was he was leaning back and, and considering. I saw that. <laughs> okay. So you moved and you activated the horn. That's it, right? Again, I don't know why you hate Brazilians, but Tesani still got to go. So <laughs> she's going to move in. I, I don't. Stop this. <laughs> I will not have these lies and slander. Tesani's just going to move in to flank this dude with Brianna. Aw, hi, bud. Flank train. Choo-choo. Flank train a-coming. All right. Next up is the vampire. Who's laying on the ground again because she passed out (laughs) for just a second. Yes, and as she falls down, you hear her yell in Infernal. Does anyone speak Infernal? Pretty sure Tim Talon does. I do. So you hear... (laughs) But if you speak Infernal, you hear, You fool! Not yet! You'll ruin it! I've got this under control! And now she has to make a will save. 
She's like trying to tell Iliosa, like, Nobby, chill. Chill at your little thing. Ugh, she failed. <laughs> she's all kind of messed up. She was stunned. She's frightened. Her mouth's all jacked up. Oh, yeah, she tries to shout that. She tries to shout. You barely hear her. Oh, silencing strike. Okay. It was a DC 11, right? To try and cast? Yep. All right, here we go. Let's make a flat check here. It's only to the end of this turn, but... Right, right. Every turn is important. So I'm going to try and cast the spell, and then we will see if it works or not. This is going to be attempted to be cast on Ooh because she's the one who's causing all the problems right now. All right, DC 11. Here we go. Uh-huh. I'm rolling this in front of everyone. Come on, Ooh, You got this. 13. Yes. All right. Ooh disappears. <gasps> Poof. Damn. What? What? <laughs> Ooh, you are transported into an extra dimensional maze of eldritch origin and you're trapped. Oh, no. There's no save to that? Nope. On each turn, the target can spend one action to attempt a survival or perception check against the spell DC to escape the maze. I have the outcomes below. Wait a minute. Oh, wait. This is still round two, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Fuck. Okay, never mind. I was going to say, I will liberate. No. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> so, Ooh is in an extra dimensional maze. This is the eighth level spell, Maze. It's in my book. <laughs> yeah, I wonder whose spell book that is. Hmm. Knife sword's scary, you guys. <laughs> so what type of actions does the uh, maze spell need? Somatic and verbal. Somatic being handy waves. So like things that would trigger an attack of opportunity. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> there you go, Matt. I posted it for you. So Ooh and Brianna, you know, if they had reactions left, which I'm pretty sure they both do, could attack her. Because Brianna has the extra one to just do her liberate anyway. So Brianna has three reactions a turn. So wait, you could liberate. Yeah, you both can attack, use an attack of opportunity if you'd like. Yeah, I don't know if she can liberate against this just because of the... It, there's no damage, yeah. Well, it's not there's no damage, but you're not restrained. You're teleported, which is like not the same. Yes. But 29 is a miss. Would you like to hero point it? Yes. Okay. How's a 40? That's a hit. I'd like to reactive murder once she's done. <laughs> For 18 points of damage. Okay, 18 points of damage. I love the little, like, angel emoji for the good damage. You're right. <laughs> it's very sweet. And some reactive murder. Yep, reactive murder. Now, go ahead and reactive murder, if you would like. I would. 37 to hit. That's a hit. Okay, so I'd like to put on precise debilitation. That's 36 damage. That's cold iron magic damage, piercing cold iron magic. All right, it looks like it all goes through. Boo. And Ooh, before she gets whisked away, would also have the ability to attack her. Yeah. 34? 34 will hit. Hooray! Yes. That when you're frightened and on the ground and... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 14 points. Oh, yeah. She takes two extra damage from everybody. It doesn't matter. Ooh, would you like to describe how you kill her? Yes! So she's yes. going to get transported. No, she does. <laughs> she still goes poof. Does she? If you die in the middle? So as she's starting to cast her spell in my face, I take one really good, like, backhanded slash with my silver dagger, and I try to slit her throat, and it just gushes everywhere. Fuck you, vampire. <sighs> nom, 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 nom. Yeah, and you know what? Since you killed her before the end of the spell, you don't disappear. Hooray! Yes! 
<laughs> I hate you all. Not really. All right, Brianna, it is your turn. Ha ha. Brianna will wheel around to the green-eyed man. And now that she is face-to-face with him, indeed, I'm guessing she would recognize him for who he is. He looks older and, and all that, but it's not going to deter her. Well, honestly, if he's undead, does he? I don't know. Does he? He looks older, but that feels like a more of a cosmetic decision than anything else. Okay. But because of him choosing this path, even though she and King Consort Flynn tried to do their best to deter him, and yet he still went. There's nothing she can do. She will steal herself. She will put that part of herself deep, deep in her compartmentalization, like in English, and (laughs) go ahead and strike. Well, bam, 42. 42 against his frightened AC is a hit. Huzzah. Excellent. That is 15 points of damage. And that is both good and slashing. Yes. You hear him cry out in pain as it looks like that did more than you expected. Most excellent. And then that is one action for her final. She will kind of like grasp at his shirt, be like, we tried so hard to save you, to redeem you, but clearly this is not in Serenray's will and she will cast Disrupt Undead. 32 fortitude. Right, here it comes, here it comes. And that is a four on the die for a 28. Wonderful. That is 30 points of uh, positive damage. All right, do you have any more actions? Nope, that was it. Wait, didn't you just swing twice? No, I swung once and then Disrupt Undead is- Oh, casting is twice. Correct. Two, two, you're right, you're right, I'm sorry trying to give you more actions. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Did she get a plus two on all those things? Yep, she should. Gotta keep them honest. Which is another minus four. Yep, I forget these things, thank you. All right, Knife Sword. Okay, so uh, Knife Sword's gonna look over at the, the bad guys and he's just gonna start talking and he's gonna be like, Yag tikiram ika yag belantar smorgas torta ok ost. And then... <laughs> smorgas torta. Why are you yelling in Swedish? <laughs> shadow language. <laughs> no, I clearly heard some Swedish words in there. <laughs> oh, yes. Turtle, something turtle. <laughs> or cake. I apologize if we have any listeners in Sweden that were insulting. <laughs> no, nothing bad was said. I'm trying to learn Swedish. Rob knows some Swedish, so I just appreciated it. <laughs> if you must know, I basically said, I like Ika, I buy smorgasstorta and cheese. <laughs> uh, Ost was the word I recognized first, which was cheese. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> so anyway, once he's done with this, this eldritch incantation, mm-hmm. <laughs> an illusion of flying shadows race through the area, and they are swarming around in the huge area of the room, but they only seem to be attacking the people that are against us. Very nice. Thank goodness. So I need to make either a reflex or will. Yes, and as I'm casting it, I'm going to say bludgeoning for the damage type. Okay. I'm going to do a will save for the green-eyed man. Whose name I believe we've picked up from Brianna is Aurelius? Yes. That is a regular success and a reflex save for Iliosa is a critical failure. 
Yay! <laughs> I just heard Kermit the Frog flailing. So how much damage? 25 bludgeoning damage. Oh, and all of us are concealed to them now. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> what spell was this? Shadow Raid. Shadow Raid. Shadow Raid Legends or something, right? Is that the thing? Yeah. Yep, yep. Which you can get 500 free gems <laughs> using code. Not gonna happen. Rob, would you like to describe how you kill the green-eyed man? Hooray! Oh my god. Really? Oh, wait, nope. No. Huh? Yep, yep, he is dead. Such a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> ah, oh. <laughs> I forgot to add the, the plus two from Brianna's last attack. So yes, he is dead. Cackling little shadow goblins are flying around all over the place and just keep smacking them in the face. And I, when I say smacking in the face, I mean literally their hands come out and they just like, Psh, you know. Why do I imagine them all just like laughing like Woody the Woodpecker? Just like, Because <laughs> 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 they do. <laughs> Best way to go. <laughs> <sighs> I had so many cool things to do with him. All right. Not anymore. All right. Iliosa starts to shake and scream silently against her bonds. Ooh, it is your turn. Ooh's gonna run up and can I, I had a word for this. Can I do a silencing strike on her? So silencing strike is just an attack that you add the silencing thing to. So even if it did not anything else, it would still be a regular attack. Okie dokie. Roll damage as normal or roll attack as normal. Who are you attacking? Oh, you moved up there. Sorry, I didn't even see you move there. Yes, 38. Will hit. I can't imagine with her being chained up that it wouldn't hit her. Yeah, right. But is it a critical failure on her part? Oh, wait. No, she hasn't done a... Yeah, so now she has to make a fortitude save. Oh, I need to make a fortitude save. And that is an eight on the die for a total of 30. Failure. Stunned one, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and how much damage? 15 damage. All right. I love that this barbarian is running around with a dagger, just stabbing the shit out of people. <laughs> to be fair, I feel like when she does damage, it's like not only are you stabbed, but you have to deal with whatever like damage her fist does. <laughs> Twin Talon, I learned it from you. <laughs> it's not the size of the weapon. It's how you use it. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I get one more strike. So slash once across her face, slash two across her face again for a 40 to hit. That is a hit. Hooray. Just a regular hit. Yep. Oh, I forgot to take the extra two off. I will do that now. Yeah. Do that. I will. Please be badly injured. 16 points of damage. Slashing across her face. All right. Take that, you evil bitch. I'm just misunderstood. I don't think so. Maybe once upon a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As you slice into Iliosa's shell, you hear rage erupt from behind the wall to your north. Oh, right. There was that whole thing we didn't explore. It's the doorway that's uh, full of rocks, smooth stones with a writhing rune on it. Yeah. I guess we're about to get a Kool-Aid man moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Good boy. All right. Top of the round. Round three. Soraya, Christine, you are up. All right. Well, I held on to my bottled sunlight. So let's wing this over at Ilios's shell for a natural 20. <gasps> nice. Ooh. Woo. Yes. Critical hit. Hooray. My card says bomb or spell. If this is a spell, it is not. Oh man, I wish it was. The target takes normal damage and is controlled by you until the end of its next turn. Damn it. 
That's fun. I guess it just does double damage instead. I guess. That's not nearly as fun. You kidding? I could have Iliosa just rip her own heart out? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> okay. Does she take the full what's the space damage? No, she does not. Yeah, I think it's just if they do, if they are like weak to sunlight that that happens. So either way, she takes 35 damage combination of positive and fire. I can break it down for you if she has weakness to either of those. And then three extra splash. And then, because I never do this, and I don't know, we'll, we'll give it a shot. I'm going to use my next two actions to try and telekinetic projectile her. Okay. Like, you're just going to, like, take her and throw her across the room? Like, hey! No, I'm throwing something at her. Oh, Unfortunately, okay. I can't I just wing her. Can you imagine I just rip her out of? The rocks that Knife Sword dropped earlier in this combat, you just pick one up and chuck it at her. Oh, that was on an 18. That's bullshit. That is a critical miss. Would you like to hero point that? I think that's like a triple critical fail or something. It ended up being a 17. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, should I bother hero pointing? Is 13 correct? It's an arcane spell attack. Oh. Which she doesn't, <laughs> she's not super trained in that. Yeah. So unfortunately that is correct. <laughs> if you want the critical failure, you can leave it. Well, hang on. No, this is like, this is, I should have a plus 18. Number one. Yeah, because it's, Oh, but it's multiple, but it's minus five because it's your second attack. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be why. Uh, yeah, because even my, my better second attacks are like 18, 19, 19. Oh, hero point it. Why not? What's the worst that happens? I, I still critically fail. Yeah, right. 29. That is a regular fail. All right, so nothing bad happens at least. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that over critically failing. Matt, it is Twin Talon's turn. Quintin Talon, like, you said there was a rune that was on the, the smooth stone. Yes. Does it look familiar at all, or is that something I'd have to, like, take an action to figure out? It's an, something you'd have to take an action to figure out. Um, I'll do it. I'll take the action, because I feel like, yeah, if there's some kind of Kool-Aid man thing happening, we might need to be better prepared for it. <laughs> so if you want to make a knowledge check for me, or a, a lore check, whatever it's called now. Oh, yes. We'll do that. It is an ancient Thessalonian rune that is there to protect whatever is inside, but as you do that, you notice that it's starting to glow and the rocks are starting to become a little bit transparent. The rocks are becoming transparent. Yes. As if they're fading away. 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 All right. I, I don't know what I could do to reverse this. Huh. So, you know, Twin Town's just going to move over. and move this way. So, these Brianna open opening. So, Twin Town's going to move to be on the north side of Ooh as he attacks Iliosa. All right. 37. Will hit. Thank you. 28 magic cold iron damage piercing. 30. 30. 30. Thank you. All right. Still alive. Okay. Well, I used an action. I moved. So at this point, Taisani is going to move in next to Iliosa. And as Twin Talon like drives his short sword into her, he's just like, I can't believe my brother ever thought you were hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) All right. Next up is... Kool-Aid Man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right, Christine. The Kool-Aid Man does get to go now. I figured, because otherwise it'd be real easy to say it was Brianna. <laughs> well, you do know he doesn't know her name. That's true. Still mixes me and her up. <laughs> Look, growing up, I am an only child of my mother, but my father has three other kids, and I used to get Marty, Mark, Mike, Ranger, Sparky. Ranger and Sparky were the two dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would get the cat's name all the time. Dad also get the dog's name. So you see this demon looking gentleman. Now, I know Heidi takes really, really good notes. And there was a note about a couple couple sessions ago that I'm going to let you 
take a second and look over about invoking something and see if you have it written down. Oh, his, his mommy's name. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why did you say that name? I don't remember what it was. This looks like the person described in that. So there was a, a demon we were going to meet who was doing something that would be contrary to his, like, demon mommy's wishes, like the head of his church or something like that. And if we were like, so-and-so is going to be very disappointed in you, then he would wilt or something or be like, oh, and take some rounds feeling bad about himself. I don't remember what it was, but I remember that being a thing. All right. That's enough to know that you now all have a one action ability called Invoke Isith, E-I-S-E-T-H. Once per round for one action, you can attempt to demoralize Lorthact by invoking his nemesis. Attempt a DC 33 deception, intimidation, performance, or religion check. Regardless of your result, Lorthcat is temporarily immune to your further attempts to invoke Isith for 10 minutes, though not the attempt of others. If you critically succeed, he becomes frightened two and slowed one. If you succeed, he becomes frightened two. If you fail, he becomes frightened one. And if you critically fail, your floundering attempt backfires and instead amuses Lorthak. He is temporarily immune to all attempts to invoke Isith until the end of your next turn. You can each try that once per round, although once you try it, he is immune from you for 10 minutes. And with that, it is now his turn. So he finishes doing that, which was breaking down the wall. Oh, and me and I sort of right fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to cast a spell on himself. All right. And that is all of his turn. So we cast something on himself? Yep. Would Nightsword or Soraya be able to identify what he's casting? Or is that like a check that I have to make? Yes, because there are three more of him now. Oh. Oh, boy. Cast <laughs> Multiplicity. And Doug. One of those copies is a copy of a copy, so it's not quite as sharp as the original. Alipisa. <laughs> All right. It is now Brianna's turn. <sighs> what to do? All right. Well, you guys are ganged up around Miss uh, Eliosa there. Brianna will take a minute to look down at the corpse of Aurelius and just kind of steal herself a minute, take a deep breath. Oh, thank you for bringing in <laughs> the dead icon. The corpse of Varela. Yep. And then she will move this away. That's to the west? Yeah, she will move westward because she heard movement this way. And she'll move diagonally up towards the three. There's four. Four of them total. Oh, sorry. Four gentlemen. Okay, so there were three plus Doug. Got it. Of Verona. And then, are we still concealed? I think so. Nice word did that, right? Yes. Hmm. So they can't see us, but we can see them. Excellent. So she will take this moment to conjure up Temed and cast a divine tuning fork on, <laughs> let's say, one of them. I'm guessing I have to roll a, a d4 to see which one I hit. Yep. On a four, you hit him. On a one, two, or three, you miss and you destroy an image. All right. Let me quadruple check. So we cast. Um, we attack. Wabam! How's a 41? Uh, that is a hit. All right. So let me roll a d4. Come on, four. Ugh, three. 
successfully destroyed an image. And, well, the image takes 18 points of damage. And it disapparates. She will call out, oh, can we see each other in this cloud? Yeah. Okay, so she will look over her shoulder at her friends like, at least there's one down. <laughs> and that's my turn. All right, Knife Sword, it is your turn. Okay, well, I don't know which one's the real one. <laughs> so I'm just going to have to find out. Oh, no. I have no idea what that means coming from Rob. This should be good. (laughs) We're going to reverse the gravity in there. And maybe if I knock them all on their heads, the other ones will disappear. So, yeah, I want to reverse gravity. I don't want to target it so it doesn't affect Brianna, but it gets the guy in that little room there. All of them. Okay, you can do that. You can just throw it into the room. Okay, and then fling them all up. They'll all fall to the ceiling. Okay. And then you said the ceiling was at least 15 feet high, didn't you? Oh, yeah. No, it is... It's arced or arched or something. Yeah. This 10-foot square vestibule glows with rosy lights emanating from a glowing rune inscribed on the wall of a smooth stone filling the archway to the north. So there's another rune in there that's pulsing gentle pink light. But I told you the 40 feet. Oh, okay. Yep, they're going to go flying 40 feet up in the air. And do they take fall damage? Uh, you reverse the gravity of the creature's... Hearts secure immediately fall upwards to the top of the area. A creature might grab an edge, but the rest is fall. The creature falls against the solid bricks on the ceiling. It takes the appropriate amount of fall damage and lands on the surface. All right. So. 20 damage. 20 damage. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> all right. That was all three actions. So does that dispel the other? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely no longer mere imaged. But now it is Iliosa's turn, and she frees herself from her chains. Oh. So she is no longer restrained. She's just slowed and just going to try and bite the crap out of Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, yes. All right. So a 35 will hit Ooh and succeeds at the flat check. So you are going to take 26 points of damage. You will also start bleeding with 2d6 points of persistent bleed damage. Which will happen on her turn, right? And then I also need you to make a fortitude save. Yes, that is correct. 38? 38 will succeed. And it's a critical success. Hooray. And then their second action is going to be to bite at Twin Talon. So rude. Boo. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> 43 to hit. That's a hit. Does she have a negative five to attack me? Yep. Uh, and then I succeeded on the flat check. I'm going to spend a hero point. Reroll that. Okay. Let me do that again. I did roll an 18 and a 19 on my two dice. So, you know, rolling again. Keeping the lower of the two. That is a 36 to hit and a success on the flat check. She still just hit 35. Okay. All right. So you're going to take, not terrible, 29 points of damage. Terrible. Terrible. You are also bleeding now, 2d6 bleed. And then I need you to make a fortitude save. What type of effect is this? Death or negative? No. Let me look up exactly what all the... A 38 succeeds anyway, so it's just a passive ability. And then for her third attack, just going to bite... Tessani. No. Killing someone today. If it's an animal companion, then that's what it's got to be. Tessani's also concealed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I still miss with a 31. So. (sighs) All right. Ooh, it is your turn. Okay. I would like to swing at her really, really hard. Okay. 37. Will hit. Hooray. 12 (laughs) points of damage. 
Plus two. Would you like to describe how you kill her? Yes. Yes. Sure. So her face is all slashed up from me having done all this shit to her face. And then as she's like reaching out and grabbing to swat at Twin Talon again, I reach in for her heart and I pull it out and I slash all the innards that are left over. Falls to pieces. Oof. And with that, the hollow corpse immediately melts into a pool of blood at the center, which lies what's left of her still beating heart after you drop it. Oh, thank goodness. Gross. A moment later, a crimson ghostly shape, Queen Ilios's soul, rises from the heart. After the soul shrieks in relief at escaping from hell, it rises through the ceiling and vanishes while the heart dies and rots. I need everyone to make a will save. Random question. Yes? So I have that whole, like, exorcist thing, and the whole thing is that you can, like, trap things. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you want to try and capture Ilios' soul in a Pokeball? It's not even try. It's a three-action action, which is collect spirit remnant. Technically, it would have to be a haunt ghost or other incorporeal undead, but... <laughs> she is undead. It's incorporeal specifically, but if her spirit is leaving, the whole thing is collecting spirits. Okay, I will let you try on your turn. Okay, so the DC was 30. So Ooh and Brianna, it looks like you both failed. Would you like to use a hero point? Mm, sure, I've just been collecting them, right? Wow, Brianna has divine will. I didn't realize that. Juggernaut for will saves, very cool. I'm gonna hang on to these last two hero points I have. 36. So for those of you who succeeded, but did I succeed? Uh, 36, yes. The DC was 30. So she critically succeeded. Oh, she critically succeeds. That's true. Okay. With a critical success, a living creature becomes invigorated and elated by the sense of freedom from hell and becomes quickened for one minute. The creature can use the extra action each round only for strikes and stride actions. So you are quickened for one minute. Brianna. I'm gonna fuck this guy up. <laughs> All right. And then for those of you who succeed, you also become quickened for one minute, but you can only use the extra action for striding. You cannot use it for the attack option. Okay. That's fine. And then, ooh, you failed. You become frightened one as you saw a g -g 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 ghost leave <laughs> a body. And you still have two more actions. Uh, do the thing that I do where I run up twice and then strike once, but I can't see anybody, so. One move to get next to Brianna, yeah. And I strike. You can't, he's in the air. Fuck me. But you can double move. <laughs> well, if she goes into the area, she falls upward. Oh, that's true, you do go upwards. Well, don't you have catfall? I do, I do, I do, you're so smart. I'm gonna run up there and I get sucked up. <laughs> and you go whoop. See, I don't know what level of acrobatics you have or athletics, whatever it is, but it might just negate whatever the damage is. Yeah, go ahead and make a, an attack as you take the knife sword elevator up. Hooray! <laughs> 29 to hit. We'll miss. I'd like to donate a hero point to that attack roll, please. Oh, <laughs> you were so nice. Thank you. Oh, you're so nice. Go ahead. Make a new attack roll. <laughs> 34. 34 will still miss. Damn it. This guy's gonna be a pain in the butt. Yep, yep, he is. But you have ways to deal with that. I'm gonna be busy. Ooh, you take three damage from bleed, and then if you want to click recovery check. Because Ilios a bit us, so we're- Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I did it twice. That's okay, you're still bleeding on both of them, so. Hooray. <laughs> now you guys can plot and plan on how to deal with this badass 
demon. Until next week. Till next week. <sighs> Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.